I am very, very happy to be in your midst this morning. My heart is flooded with joy because of the powerful worship and music you have here. I really did enjoy uh, it very much. I, I like this type of worship and power in life. So we thank you for sending Marlin and Andy to us. And we had a great, great time together there. Especially with uh, over 250 teenagers and their leaders. So we had a great time. You saw part of that in this video. I want to thank you, Pastor Byron and uh, Mrs. Byron. <laughs> and uh, all of you pastors for giving me this time to come and minister to you this morning. I, my daughter Joyce is here, her husband Sajan and uh, Aksa and uh, Jonathan. I believe that the Lord has led them to the right place of worship. So I am very thankful to God that they are here. You know, I am very much impressed with your sanctuary and so forth. God bless you all. Now, uh, I want to tell you something. Uh, I will say my testimony uh, as per the time. But um, I want to tell you something, uh, something from the word of God this morning. Would you take with me to the book of Joshua? If you have your Bible, would you turn with me to the book of Joshua? Here, we see that Joshua is encountering a real big problem. Our lives are full of challenges. There are, we come to situation, situations that we cannot sort out by ourselves. There is a giant enemy <coughs> out there wanting to defeat you in life and make you miserable. But I want to tell you this morning, we have a great God, a great God we serve and He will give us victory if we walk according to the principles the God has laid in His Word. Here, you know, there's an enemy out there. there. There is an enemy in India. And there's an enemy here too. Like giant. But you know, no matter how strong the enemy may look. The enemy may come to you in the form of sickness, financial trouble, family problem, and many situations. But praise God, He is a God whom we serve. He's a mighty God. He's a powerful God. He's a miracle-working God. And nothing, nothing is impossible for him, you know. You know, Joshua is encountering a problem. You know, they were going to the land of Canaan. God wanted them to take possession of his promised land. And uh, uh, have their inheritance. But there were many enemies along the way, didn't want them to go ahead and take 
make that blessing, uh, to enjoy that blessings for them. There were many kings, giant kings, who came against them. But God, mighty God, helped them to have victory over every circumstances they came into. Now, Joshua is encountering a problem. He is in front of the, with his company, people who accompany him, in front of the river Jordan. At that time, the river Jordan was not staying quiet. It was overflowing. Because it was harvest season, but, you know, it was not a rainy season, but still, the water is overflow. You know why? The, the, the snow in the mountains melt, and it made the river overflow. So, this morning, I want to turn your attention. When we come across problems and situation in life, this is a good example to follow. I'm going to read it. The book of Joshua, chapter 3. The first verse, Then Joshua rose early in the morning, and they set out from Acacia Grove, and came to the Jordan. He and all the children of Israel and lodged there before they crossed over. Then the third verse. And they commanded the people saying, When you see the ark of the covenant of the Lord your God and the priests, the Levites, bearing it, then you shall set out from your place and go after it. The priests bearing an ark of God, ark of the covenant. What is inside that ark of the covenant? God's commandments, written in two tablets, and it's placed inside that ark. What Joshua is telling his people is to follow the word of the Lord, the ark of the covenant. The Lord has set us some principles in life and laws to Obey if we want to please him. So, Joshua told them, go after the word of God. When you follow the word of God, you cannot fail. Because God says what it is, and that word is true. And it will accomplish its purpose. And then, the fifth verse. And Joshua said to people, Sanctify yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. Sanctify yourself. Make your life clean. And when you make your life clean and stand holy before God, nothing in this world can defeat you. You, can, you will be more than conqueror. I have, a, I, you saw that I was a public school teacher. It is through a man who came from Australia. He came to my village and told us about Jesus Christ. He said, Jesus Christ came into this world to die for the sins of man and that he can give peace. Oh, that word struck me. Peace. I didn't have that peace. So on that day, 
I accepted Jesus Christ as my personal savior. I came home on that day I slept like a ch- little child. I had the peace. The real peace. Only Jesus can give that peace, you know. Because I was an altogether different man. Then after that, I went to a teacher's training program. Became a, I taught the public school system for eight years. But still, I felt that they, I'm not doing enough. Here I am Christian. My family is Christian. And all around us, people worship the snakes, monkeys, the ocean because they got fish from the ocean, some trees. Some people worship, worship their own dead father and mother, ancestral worship. They take food, I take that food to their tomb and leave it, thinking their father and mother ate it. But actually the birds came and ate it. Not their father and mother. You know, this was a burden. The school I was teaching, <coughs> all around us, lot of poor people, people lived in poverty. They had tiny huts made of coconut leaves, sick people, chronic asthmatic condition. Uh, some children are staying in the house paralyzed. Children running around, scabies all over their body, their ribs showing, big bellies because of malnutrition. I felt a challenge. I prayed. One day, while in prayer, I heard, as I say ahead one day, whom shall I send? Who will go for me? I said, Lord, I will go. I resigned my job. Lord, Lord, bought a lot of tracks and went from door to door telling people about Jesus Christ. Many people said, oh, we already have many gods here. We don't want a new God. However, here and there, some people said, we want to know more about Jesus. Would you come and pray for us? We went back and taught them the Bible because of that, that ministry. Many, lots of people, hundreds and hundreds of people in the villages came to know the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. The life, when, when you know, the people who come to know the Lord, when they accept Jesus and read the Bible, their lifestyle altogether changes. They are more clean, righteous, and healthy. And, uh, you know, their children do better in school, better hygiene, and so forth. Because when Jesus comes to the center of their life. Now, I want to tell you this. Until that time, I had a salary coming every month. But when I resigned, there was no salary coming. I had an old bicycle. On, uh, on that bicycle, I traveled many miles a day, calling door to door, establishing new believers in the Lord. Sometimes I feel very thirsty. Very thirsty. I don't have the money to buy a cup of tea. A couple of times, my bicycle blew up tires 
I didn't have the money to replace the tire. I was in trouble. Then the devil started to haunt me. Now you see, you say that Jesus Christ is the Savior and you are God. See what kind of a mess, mess you have come into. You don't know where your next meal come from. Oh, I was in real trouble. I had a family, feed the children. I was in real trouble. At that time, a man from England came to our capital city to have a crusade. I happened to, his, to be his translator in the meeting because I taught English in school. So I was invited to translate his messages. He was a man of faith. Good Bible teacher, faith Bible teacher. When he was leaving, he said, there's a conference going to be held in Paynton, England. If you come to that conference, it will be very good for you. I forgot about it. After two months, I got an envelope in mail. When I opened that envelope, there was an air ticket to fly from our nearest airport, Cochin, to Bombay, Bombay, London, back to, back to Kochi, Bombay and Cochin. Only the ticket was there. Not even a letter in that envelope. The conference date was very near. I didn't know because I had no money to get to the airport. There, there was an airport, airport departure tax. I didn't have the money. I wanted some money to live with my wife Elsie to buy groceries. There was no money. I didn't know what to do. But anyway, I went to someone and borrowed $50. <coughs> when I borrowed that $50, I said, as soon as I get to England, I will send your money back. Here I came to England. The conference was a great conference. Over a thousand people. Very joyful service and very good, powerful teaching. What I had the first time in my life, I haven't heard such teaching. God is our Father. We are His children. So we have every right for our needs to be met. This was a new revelation. Until that time, I thought that, well, you have to be poor, to be holy. After all, Jesus Christ didn't have a place to lay his head. He had no change of clothing. So, poverty is a symbol of holiness, I thought. But it's not so. We have a great God. We have a great King. He cares for us. When we trust on Him. You know, I came back from the conference. I mean, I went to the missionary's house who invited me. I went and stayed with them. Then they started, uh, the devil started to haunt me again. Now you said you will send that money back when you get to England. How are you going to send it? Who will give you money? Where is the money? What kind of a testimony it will be when you go back? Something in my heart told me to take a bold step. I took a piece of paper and on that paper I wrote Herewith, I send your $50 back. I didn't have the money. But I wrote that I am sending your $50 back. I took an envelope and wrote his address. And 
walked with that envelope to the post office. When I got, got into the uh, post office, many people waiting in line. I had no reason to get into that line. You know, I didn't have even the money to put postage on that envelope. So I came out. The, it was a busy sidewalk, you know, downtown. So people, many people walking up and down. I stood there for a moment. And then I told God, now I am in your service. So you got to give me that $50. Now I am going to believe that you have given me that $50. So I took my envelope like this, held it like this, and told God, thank you for that $50. I walked up and down that sidewalk for a long time. Lord, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you for that $50. I don't know what people thought, my envelope like this, you know, something wrong here. But I don't care because I was desperate, you know. I was desperate. They don't know me anyway. <laughs> but that was long time walking, good exercise, but nothing happened. I came home. When I came home, Pam Greenwood told me, I am invited to a house for a refreshment. Yes, I said, we will go. When I was leaving that house, Gracie of that house, she said, there is an envelope on the table. Would you take that envelope with you when you go? The, I saw my name written on the envelope. I wanted to open and see what it is right there, but I was kind of embarrassed to look at that time. So I came home and opened the envelope. It was exactly $50. Not one more or not one less. Then I thought that I should have asked the Lord for a hundred dollars. What I asked was what I got. I only asked for, I didn't think of the postage and uh, the commission for uh, nothing like that. You know, commission for the postloader. I cannot send money like that in the envelope. It could be stolen or lost. So I wanted to buy some postloader. I didn't have the money. But anyway, the same day, I went to the post office again. When I was nearing the post office, a lady came across me. She was an elderly lady with many grocery bags in her hand. It was hard for her to walk. So when she saw me, she, took, she asked me, Son, would you help me with these bags to my car? I said, I am very happy to. I took some of her bags and walked with her to the car. She opened the back seat and I put the groceries there. When I was leaving, she put a five pound currency in my pocket. Praise God! Praise God! How I jumped up and down there. God is a great God. God is a faithful God, you know. I went to the post office, bought the postal order, put the stamps, and I still had some change in my pocket. This was a new revelation, new insight to me. I went back. I am again on that old bicycle. One day I came home in the evening. I told God, I cannot go on like that. I am weary. I am tired riding this bicycle all day in the hot sun. So I have to have a car, I said. You know. A car is very, very expensive at that time. Here, I don't have the money to buy a bicycle tire. Now, I'm asking for an, a car 
which is very costly but i want to tell you that in my faith i believed that god is going to meet that need you know one day god answered our prayer and we got a car exactly the color and make we had in mind praise god i want to tell you this at, at one time we didn't know where our next meal come from but now we have 34 full time staff workers working with the orphanage in the mission literature ministry drivers security guards accountant so forth and last year we had 134 children some of them who came to me at the age of 4 and 5 now in the university several many children have is employed now making a living on their own now five children are in the nursing college one boy has gone for a pastor training there are several boys and girls you know preachers in the making they all come from idol worshiping hindu background but now they are full of joy because jesus is in their heart you know even the one five year old children they have to come to front take the microphone and say something before the audience you know and uh, in the new year even the five year olds will tell that i am so and so i come from that place this new year i am going to live for my jesus that's the way they are trained you know so we have a, an army being trained there to reach out with the love of jesus christ children who came with scabies all their body shabby cloth skin and bo- uh, their ribs all shown now beautiful young boys and ladies growing up with us i want uh, i invite all of you come you are welcome to come over and see our children worship with us teach our children something some bible stories music art or whatever we need your help you know so come over not at the same time all of you you know not at the same time but we can accommodate up to 50 people at one time we have space for that so come over and help us now coming back to our story and joshua said to people sanctify yourself for tomorrow the wo- the, the lord will do wonders among you if you sanctify if you make your life clean and we if you walk according to his will and desire you will triumph in life you know god will make a blessing no matter how big the enemy may look how dark the circumstances may look our god is a great god he's a mighty god he's a powerful god nothing is impossible for him i want to relate this experience to you too when hindu people started to coming to the lord especially young hindu boys and girls started to come to know the lord and we 
we built a hall to worship the lord a small hall i mean and the some rooms with it some hindu government officials got jealous of us and they looked for a way to do away with us you know because hindu people many are coming to know the lord and come to our meetings and worship with us so they were jealous so they were looking for a plot to do away with us they got a good opportunity you know <coughs> at that time there was a power company to be constructed about 4 miles from my home with the financial help of soviet union at that time it is now russia but it was called the soviet union and they promised finances for the indian government to make this energy project and as part of the development of that energy project the officials came to us and told us we are going to take over your property and your building for this purpose they came and put boundary stones and said this land is being taken you cannot build any more because the top four floor also was in the process of being built don't do anything and we have taken up our property we were in trouble it was hard god answered our prayers and supplied the needs to make that worshiping hall but now the devil is trying to snatch it away from us so we didn't know what to do the government of india you cannot say that we won't give you our land we have no say they just take it by force <coughs> we didn't know what to do so we prayed the whole fellowship got together and decided to pray 3 days and nights in one strike so we didn't have any food only drinks and we st- many people stayed there and we with them prayed all through night day lord deliver us from this clutches of the enemy you know i want to tell you this a couple or two or three months after this prayer fasting prayer one day we read in the newspaper that soviet union collapsed they came down and they have no money to finance this project you know what yeah we, we we believe that the soviet union went down because we prayed in india praise god praise god praise god no matter how strong the enemy may look our god overrules and he is in control so i want to challenge you this morning you take it to god go to him do it do things according to his way in the word of god now you know i want to uh, go on 
And Joshua said to people, Sanctify yourself, for tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. You can expect a wonder if you sanctify, make your life clean, filled with the Holy Spirit. Then the Lord will give you victory. And then people followed the Ark of the Covenant after the priest. And then what happened? The fifth, 15th verse. <coughs> 13th verse. And it shall come to pass as soon as the souls of the feet of the priests who bear the ark of the Lord, the Lord of the earth. And so it was, 14th verse, when the people set out from their camp to cross over the Jordan with the priests bearing the ark of the covenant before the people. And those who bore the ark came to the Jordan, and the feet of the priests who bore the ark dipped in the edge of the water, for the Jordan overflows all its banks during the whole time of harvest. You know what happened? When the priests put their feet in the water, then the water parted, and dry land was seen, and they crossed over. It was an act of faith. You know, they didn't say that, let the water part first, then I will go. It's not like that. In faith, the priests put their feet in the water. Then the water parted, and dry land appeared, and they crossed over uh, to the land of Canaan. This is a good lesson for me. This, God has taught me something from this. Go in faith. If you are in faith, nothing is impossible. But make your priorities right in your heart. If you are right in standing before God, if you do that, the Lord will honor you, you know. You, when you see the story of Joseph, you, you, you remember that, the story of Joseph. He was put in prison for no fault of his own, you know. There was no fault in him. His fathers, uh, his brothers did them a lot of harm. Then they were in prison. And the Potiphar, the man, his wife accused him of things that he didn't do. And then he was in jail. You remember? Do you know what? When did Joseph first open his mouth? When his brothers did harm to them, him? And when he was in, uh, sold to Midianites, and he was in prison, and then later, I mean, even before that, he was in this house at Potiphar. Because Joseph was faithful, he was put all, overseeing all things there. You know, from the beginning of, the, he was sold to the Midianites, and at this point, you know, what time, he first opened his mouth. You know, at one point, he said, How can I do this evil before my God? That's when he opened his mouth. Otherwise, he was murmuring, no, no accusing his brothers or anybody. But when at this point, he said, You know the point when he said that. 
how can i do this evil before my god because he honored his god god was faithful to him from the prison he went to the palace and became he became the chief of the agri food administration you know praise god search your hearts if you are have the right standing before god sanctify yourself follow of the word of god walk according to his commandments and make a step in faith when you take a step in faith the lord is going to honor you you know at one time our children's home was broken into by thieves you know old building so it was easy to break down the uh, windows i was i got a telephone call that in the morning uh, the thieves have broken into the building and you have to repair do some repair work immediately so i went the staff workers the children went to school so the staff workers and myself bow down and prayed god you got to give me the money to do the repair we don't have the money now to do the repair we want to buy the wood the timber and hire a carpenter we don't have the money so lord provide our needs as soon as people this our staff workers said amen to the prayer we saw a man walking hurriedly towards the as soon as we finished the prayer we saw a man walking hurriedly to our office he said i am a tourist in this area would you accept this money for the children i said come on in you can have a cup of tea with us and that's no i have i have to take a plane i'm going to trivandrum i have to go right now i have no time to stay but i when i opened the envelope it was exactly the money needed for the repair and buy the timber praise god praise god when you give it all to god you know god is going to honor you so remember this i want to challenge you this morning that man from australia came to my village because he came i am here because he came i am here so i want to tell you brothers and sisters do what you can for the lord now do it now for the lord give it all to god you know when i resigned my went to full time ministry many people asked me how are you going to send your children to school we have a dowry system how would you pay the dowry but i want to tell you, i said i don't know it is the lord knows all my children had good education joyce professionally she is a civil engineer by profession my second girl uh, has a masters degree in social work and a master of philosophy degree in counseling the youngest girl uh, she her marriage was we arranged it while she was the last year of college so 
she didn't go further but all three girls are married to fine christian born again young boys who are engineers by profession and we didn't give them any dowry either praise god praise god he is not debtor to anyone if you lose something for god you will gain it many fold so go on with god do what you can for the lord tell your neighbor about jesus tell your workmate about jesus don't be ashamed because you are seed you are planting a seed our children when they go to school they take tracts and small booklets in their pocket and uh, give it to their schoolmates teachers even catholic nuns have come to talk to us about jesus because they witnessed you know praise god our god is a great god mighty god ever powerful god and nothing is impossible for him one one uh, in closing i want to say something happened you know we were having a meeting in a school we rented a schoolhouse and prayed for the sick people after the close of the meeting there was a young man out in the darkness he was ashamed he was a hindu man ashamed to come into the building because he thought that people will think bad of him or something you know but he was a young man who was told by the medical college go home we can do anything for you he had holes in his skull cancer in the skull he had holes and he had a towel wrapped up because the pus coming out he prayed out in that darkness lord healed me too he prayed on the closing day of the meeting he stepped into the building and said i want to something i want to say something to you when you prayed for the sick people i was praying because the medical college said they can do anything and i was sent home they can do anything but praise god when you prayed while you were praying i was in the darkness listening to your prayers then i believed that jesus can heal me too now he took his wrapper i mean the, the tar- towel off and said i am totally healed now praise god he says he's a strong he's a strong testimony in the village now praise god so go on with god follow god's uh, commandments sanctify yourself and make a step of faith you will triumph you will have the victory because he will never let you down i want to thank you again pastor byron for giving me time if you want more information about our ministry there's a newsletter you take one free and pray for us we need child supporters if you have more questions i will be happy to answer your questions but that's not the most important thing i want you to go go in faith and accomplish things to god pray for us to come over and visit us and may god bless you all for taking the, me this time so before we disperse dismiss if you haven't given 
your life totally to God or you haven't accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior, do it today. Make a full surrender of your life. Then you will be the victor. You will triumph. So if you have any needs to pray or if you are surrendering your life completely to the Lord, the Lord come over with your permission, uh, with the pastor's permission, I will be happy to pray for you. You have a prayer need. Okay, we'll have a, a song and then if you come forward, I'll be happy to pray for you. Yeah, we want to invite you, if you'd really like to get a download of faith, number one, this is really an anointing for faith in this room right now. He's yeah. really releasing faith as, as he was speaking. Uh, the other thing that it really, you know, that and what he shared about the first time he saw about being a child of God, that the Father would take care of you. That's powerful. That's like when he said that, something got released in the room. If you, if you need that today, that's a, that's a great revelation to have, actually. Actually, it's a very necessary revelation. Also, when he was talking about Joseph, did you feel that when he said the first time Joseph spoke was when he said, how could I do this to the Lord? In other words, there was a purity in Joseph's heart that I think the church kind of needs these days. And so we really want to invite you to come up. He'll lay hands on you and pray over you. And there'll be an... See, what was happening here, there was an impartation. There's an impartation here available today uh, for any of these things and anything else that God may particularly have for you. So we want to invite you to come up right now. And some guys, Marlon, come on up here. You guys come up here and help. Just come out here and receive from the Lord. There's something powerful here. Come on. Come and get some.